The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. Why do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up out of the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, aligning on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we celebrate the baptism of our Lord. And it is uh, an interesting thing to have uh, us celebrate in the election, uh, the lectionary year. Because uh, when Jesus came to John to be baptized, there, there was a problem. If Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, why would he need to be baptized by John? Even John was confused by the proposal when he said, Jesus, I need to be baptized by you. Why are you coming to me? And I think Jesus, noticing how awkward this might have been for John, he says, well, let it be so for now. For it is proper for us to do it in this way to fulfill all righteousness. But this is a question that has been asked of me, and I have even asked over a number of years, is why is Jesus baptized at all? Given that we um, associate baptism with the forgiveness of sin, if Jesus is the sinless Son of God, why does Jesus need to be baptized? Well, the thing is that baptism is not just a way of forgiveness so much as it is a way to announce God's favor on us. And in the baptism of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew, which we read this morning, it is the announcement, the beginning of Jesus's ministry in the world. There, there is this boom from heaven, this voice that announces that Jesus is God's son with whom God is well pleased. And baptism, at least for Jesus, was less about forgiveness than announcing the establishment of Jesus's ministry in the world and the assurance that God is with him. So if that is for Jesus, well, what about us? Well, it is baptism for us is a promise made by God for every one of us. And that promise is that we, too, are beloved children of God, that we are loved by God. But also there are promises made on behalf of the parents, the Godparents, as well as the congregation. There are five promises made in baptism. To live among God's faithful people, to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, 
to serve people following the example of Jesus and to strive for justice and peace in the world. This is something that I typically go over with families who are preparing themselves or their children for baptism. Talking about these promises helps us understand the responsibility that we have, not only to ourselves, but to the newly baptized. And we as a church have responsibilities for the baptized as well. We as a church have an opportunity each and every week to share in the Lord's Supper as we gather around the altar for communion. We provide an opportunity to live among God's faithful people as we gather as a congregation each and every week. We provide opportunities to strive for social justice and peace in the world. When we take on a mission, when we take on an identity and we live into that. But a trend that I see happening again and again is that people are less interested in having their children baptized or waiting to have their child baptized. For one reason or another, there is less of a connection with an established church. There's no promises made to the, the, the child as they grow up. They feel disconnected from their faith. Some wait a year or two or six or some, some wait even longer to have their child baptized. And eventually it just becomes a less interested thing. But eventually this child grows up to be a, a, a youth or, or an adult. And they realized at one point in their life, well, I was never baptized. And they start to ask this question, why has this not happened? And in that process of questioning, I believe something changes inside of them. They feel like they're missing something in their life and it's hard for them to explain really what it is. Eventually there might be this urge to connect with God in some way. To learn more about baptism, to learn more about communion and what it means to be a part of a church community. Maybe they might want to start asking this because they think if, if I'm baptized, that means I will go to heaven. If I'm not baptized, then that's that's in question. But that's not true because God's forgiveness comes to each and every one of us. Some who have this urge act upon it. They seek out a community while others think it's too late for them. Baptism is more than just washing away sin. Baptism is an empowering grace. It is words that are spoken. It is water that is poured. It is the voice of God booming out of heaven into our lives that tell us we too are God's beloved children. That God is well pleased with each and every one of us. We live in a culture that doesn't tell us that. We live in a culture that says you are not loved or beloved unless you have enough money, uh, enough beauty, enough time to do every single thing that is offered to you. There, and these are some of the reasons that we drive to 
to make those New Year's resolutions, right? If you've made New Year's resolutions, have you lived up to them? Or maybe you've given up on that practice already? But we have people in our lives or society or television shows or, or anything else that tells us you have to look and act a certain way in order for you to be loved and accepted. But then we have the booming voice of God that comes into our lives that declares that we are enough already. God's voice comes into our life that says, you are going to do wonderful and great things. You are enough with who you are now. And all of this starts with water. Water might be a simple thing for us. We might have uh, plenty of access to water. There are millions and millions of people around the world that don't. But we as as fortunate people have access to water. And water is such an important part of the biblical story. Right at the beginning in, in Genesis 7, we read about Noah and his family as they watch as the earth is flooded by water. Water is a means of deliverance when the Israelites are walking through the desert and they are uh, getting cranky and, and they need water and God provides. In Isaiah 35 and Amos 5, it talks about God's water as a source of energy and life. And then we turn to the Gospels. John 4 provides a story for us about the living water and the interaction between Jesus and the Samaritan woman when Jesus is found teaching about the importance of living water in our lives. We hear the voice of God saying to to us in our baptism, I love you. You are mine. I am pleased with you. These are powerful, powerful affirmations to us individually from God, our creator. And being a part of these moments when when you see someone, how connected they are with God in their baptism. And we have we are witnesses to God's abundant grace in our lives. We are witnesses to the spirit moving in with and under the sacrament of baptism, the sacrament of communion. And the spirit descends upon each and every one of us as the spirit descended upon Jesus in his baptism. Giving us a most precious gift, the best gift we could ever receive. A gift that we don't have to do anything to deserve. So when the promises in baptism are made, they are made for us as a guide on how we can live out our baptism in this world. How we can build relationship with the community that is gathered each and every week on a Sunday morning. How we can build in our own personal relationship with God in Christ Jesus. Because there is no requirement for us to be baptized. We are all welcome, regardless of who we are, where we have been, what we have done, what we do or do not do. 
And to be accepted like that, regardless of our past, it is rare in this world. And that's the beauty of being a part of a community that cares. Prince of Peace Lutheran Church is a community that cares. We care for one another. We care for our relationships with God. We are a place where we gather to sing, to pray, to give peace to one another. We are a place that gathers so we can surround ourselves with the sacrament of water and word of bread and wine to receive the physical signs of God coming to us, not only in our baptism, but God coming to us each and every day of our lives. So today, we not only remember, read about, sing about the baptism of Jesus, but today we remember our own baptism. Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.